Great is thy faithfulness, Lord, unto me. These words from this timeless hymn provide the perfect introduction to today's lesson. Knowing God, he is faithful. Knowing God, over these past few Sundays online, we have been focusing on some of God's attributes. In our first lesson, we learned that he is omniscient. That is, he knows everything about everything, past, present, and future. In our second lesson, we learned that he is omnipresent. That is, he's everywhere at once, all the time. In our third lesson, we learned that he is omnipotent. That is, he's all-powerful, almighty. There's nothing too difficult for him. In our fourth lesson, we learned that he is gracious. That is, his grace gives us what we need, not what we deserve. As you probably guessed from the theme of today's songs, this morning's lesson, He is Faithful, focuses on God's faithfulness. This attribute speaks of God being trustworthy. In other words, He is dependable, reliable. We can count on Him without fail. He always keeps His word. Again, He is faithful. So let me ask this question. How much can we trust a person? The answer, we can trust a person only to the degree that we know him or her. And that's another reason why we're in this sermon series, Knowing God. The more we know God, the easier it is for us to trust him. And the more we know God, the more we understand that there are three things that God cannot do. First, God cannot do a wrong. He is always just, fair, and right. Deuteronomy 32 and verse 4 says, The Lord is perfect and just in all His ways. He does what is right and fair. God cannot do a wrong. Second, God cannot tell a lie. He always tells the truth. Hebrews 6.18 tells us very clearly it's impossible for God to lie. His very nature is one of honesty and truthfulness. God cannot tell a lie. And third, God cannot break a promise. He always keeps his word. Numbers 23.19 reminds us God always keeps his promises. His word is trustworthy. We can count on him. God cannot break a promise. If we would just grasp these three qualities of God, he cannot do a wrong, he cannot tell a lie, and he cannot break a promise, we would have no problem at all in trusting God, even when we don't understand, even when things don't seem to make sense. Perhaps the greatest example of God's faithfulness, his trustworthiness, is with the nation of Israel. In the Old Testament, God made many promises to Israel, and as his track record proves, he was dependable. He fulfilled each and every one. Joshua 21 and verse 45 puts it this way, Not one of all the Lord's good promises to the house of Israel failed. Every one was fulfilled. Over and over again, God proved that he is a faithful God. What he says he will do, he does. Not one of his promises 
failed. That's 100% dependability. He proved himself reliable time after time after time. And over the past 4,000 plus years, God remained faithful to Israel in spite of their unfaithfulness, in spite of captivity, in spite of moving them out of their country, in spite of mass genocide, in spite of incredible persecution, in spite of all the horrible things that the Israelites brought upon themselves by their own disobedience, Israel is still around. And that proves God's faithfulness. I mean, how many Hittites do you see these days? Or Jebusites, or Amorites, or Hivites, or all those other ites that are mentioned in the Old Testament. But there are still Israelites. Why? Because God is faithful. He is trustworthy. Well, what about today? Psalm 145 and verse 13 assures us, The Lord is faithful to some of His promises. Is that what it says? No. The Lord is faithful to nine out of ten of His promises. Is that what it says? No. The Lord is faithful to all His promises. There are, I'm told, over 7,000 promises in the Bible. Of course, we can't look at all of them today. However, as we're getting to know God and considering that He is faithful, I've chosen eight of my own personal favorites. Here are eight guarantees God has made to us. Eight things that you, can, you and I know that we can count on from God. Number one, God is faithful to forgive my sins. To forgive my sins. 1 John 1 and verse 9 promises us, If we freely admit that we have sinned, we find God utterly reliable and straightforward. He forgives our sins and makes us thoroughly clean from all that is evil. Simply put, God says, you can count on me to forgive your sins. I guarantee it. Now, in most every promise, there is a premise a condition. God says, if you do this, then I will do this. In this case, the promise is God's forgiveness. The premise is my confession. When we confess our sins, God forgives us. But we sure try to make it more difficult than that, don't we? It's in our nature to try to earn or merit our forgiveness from God. And so we barter if you'll just forgive me this one time, then I, I, I promise I'll never do it again. Or we bribe. If you just forgive me, I'll do whatever you ask. Or we beg. Please, 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 God, forgive me. We don't need to barter, bribe, or beg. With a heart of repentance, we simply need to confess our sins. And God says, I'll forgive you. He's dependable. He's reliable. He can be trusted. Number two, God is faithful to assure my salvation. To assure my salvation. I love the way the Living Bible paraphrases 1 Corinthians 1 verses 8 and 9. He, God, guarantees right up to the end that you will be counted free from all sin and guilt on that day when He returns. God will surely do this for you for he always does just what he says. God guarantees that what he starts in your life, he will finish. Just as we are saved by grace, so we are assured 
by grace. Just as God's power saves us, so God's power keeps us. I meet Christians all the time who have absolutely no assurance of their salvation at all. Now, although I don't believe in eternal security in the sense that we can make a decision for Christ, uh, we pray the so-called sinner's prayer, and then there is nothing that we can ever do to ever lose or forfeit our salvation, neither do I believe in eternal insecurity in the sense that we can never be certain that we are saved. Once saved, always saved, the salvation experience, the easy believism that the enemy Satan has deceived so many with doesn't hold up against Scripture, but neither does once saved, always in doubt. <laughs> now we just don't have the time to dig into this in this morning's lesson, but I would simply refer you to the book of First John. It's an entire New Testament book written to explain the assurance of salvation. In fact, in John's own words, 1 John 5 verse 13, my purpose in writing is simply this, that you who believe in God's Son will know beyond the shadow of a doubt that you have eternal life. So here's the promise and the premise. The promise is God's assurance. The premise is my faith. When we have faith, absolute trust, and utter reliance in Jesus, then God assures us of eternal life. We have His Word on it. He can be trusted. Number three, God is faithful to guide my steps. To guide my steps. When we don't know what to do or where to go, God promises that He will give us guidance my life verse, Proverbs 3, verses 5 and 6 tells us, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge Him and He will make your paths straight. So the promise is God's guidance. The premise is my obedience. When you're facing the question, what am I going to do? Where do you go for guidance? Your therapist? your daily horoscope, social media, <laughs> you Google search on the internet. No. There's only one reliable source for guidance, and that's God. He's the only one who is omniscient, omnipresent, omnipotent, gracious, and faithful. So you search His Word. You pray. You seek godly counsel. Because you know that God has the answers. He knows the way to go. He can be trusted. Number four, God is faithful to answer my prayers. To answer my prayers. Don't miss what God guarantees. Isaiah 58 and verse 9, when you pray, I will answer you. When you call to me, I will respond. Simply put, the promise is God's answer. The premise is my request. If we will but ask God, then He will answer. If we will pray, God will respond. God is dependable. We can count on Him to hear and to answer each and every prayer. He can be trusted. Number five, God is faithful to provide my escape. To provide my escape. 
1 Corinthians 10, verse 13 is one of my very favorite promises from God. No temptation has come your way that's too hard for flesh and blood to bear. But God can be trusted not to allow you to suffer any temptation beyond your powers of endurance. He will see to it that every temptation has a way out so that it will never be impossible for you to bear it. Don't miss those words. A way out. In a nutshell, when we're tempted, we can trust that God will always, without fail, provide a way out, an escape route, so that we can actually say no to that temptation. In the model prayer, Jesus taught us to pray, lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. And so the promise is God's deliverance. The premise is my desire. If we desire God's help, God will deliver us from temptation. If we would just stop, look, and listen, God will provide us with a way of escape. He will show us how to say no. But we have to want that. We have His word on it. He can be trusted. Number six, God is faithful to avenge my injustices. To avenge my injustices. You ever read, see, or hear the news and you just feel like there's no justice in this world today? That life isn't fair? You watch all of this deceptive political maneuvering in and around COVID-19. Kind of makes you sick to your stomach. Or you hear about some criminal who's done all sorts of crimes and gets off scot-free because of some technicality. Or you read about a scandal where someone was dishonest and, and he or she skips the country or something with millions of dollars and here you are working hard and barely even making ends meet. It's just not fair. And my response is, you're exactly right. It is not fair. God never said that life would be fair. Because we live in a fallen world, because there is sin in our lives, people do wrong things and innocent people get hurt. It just isn't right. is isn't just. And that's why one day God is going to settle the score. There is a heaven and there is a hell. And one day there's going to be a judgment time when God's going to see that justice finally and ultimately will prevail. However, until then, look what our attitude ought to be according to Romans 12 and verse 9. Never avenge yourselves. Leave that to God. For it is written, I will take vengeance. I will repay those who deserve it, says the Lord. And so, the promise is God's vindication. The premise is my trust. If we trust God, then He will, in His perfect timing, vindicate us. We can depend upon Him to settle the score. Ultimately, He will avenge any and all injustices. I think the best example of this kind of attitude was Jesus. 1 Peter 2 verse 23 tells us, He did not retaliate when He was insulted. When He suffered, He did not threaten to get even. He left His case in the hands of God who always judges fairly. Wow. Jesus left His case in the hands of God. And we need to learn how to do the same. We need to let go. 
We need to release all the hard feelings. We need to let go of our desire for payback. We need to release it all in full surrender to God in His timing. He can be trusted. Number seven, God is faithful to comfort my afflictions. To comfort my afflictions. Don't miss Psalm 34. The eyes of the Lord are on the righteous and His ears are attentive to their cry. The righteous cry out and the Lord hears them. He delivers them from all their troubles. 2 Chronicles 16 verse 9 puts it this way. The eyes of the Lord search the whole earth in order to strengthen those whose hearts are fully committed to Him. In other words, the promise is God's strength. The premise is my commitment. If we're fully committed to God, then He will give us strength. He will comfort us in our afflictions. He will encourage us in our discouragements. He will deliver us from troubles. He will never, ever abandon those who put their trust in Him. He is reliable and dependable. If we are committed to wholeheartedly follow Him, then He is committed to see us through whatever the circumstance may be in our lives. He can be trusted. Number eight, God is faithful to reward my generosity. God is faithful to reward my generosity. Look at God's promise, Luke 6 verse 38. Give and it will be given to you. A good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over will be poured into your lap. For with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. Now that's not just positive thinking or prosperity doctrine or some kind of a fundraising gimmick. No, Jesus said this. It's not some TV evangelist's opinion. I can be confident that when I'm generous, God rewards my generosity. As a matter of fact, there are more promises in the Bible related to giving than to any other topic. If you're not tithing, giving 10% of your income to God in the church, you're only hurting yourself. You're not hurting God. God doesn't need your money. If you are only giving God the leftovers of your income, you're missing out on unbelievable blessings. Look at Proverbs 3 verses 9 and 10. Honor God with everything you own. Give Him the first and the best. Your barns will burst. Your wine vats will overflow. God Himself gave us this challenge. Malachi 3 and verse 10. Bring the full amount of your ties. Put me to the test and you will see that I will open the windows of heaven and pour out on you in abundance all kinds of good things. The fact is we cannot outgive God. When we give our money, our time, our abilities, our lives, when we are generous to others, God's generosity back to us will be even greater. We have His word on it. Therefore, the promise is God's blessing. The premise is my sacrifice. If I give sacrificially to God, beyond my resources and means, then God will bless me abundantly in return. Sacrificial giving comes with that guarantee. And He can be trusted. Knowing God. He is faithful. Today we focused on the trustworthiness of God. He's dependable, reliable. We can count on Him every time. 
We can have confidence in him. He will never do a wrong. He's always just and fair. He will never tell a lie. He's always truthful and honest. He will never break a promise. He always keeps his word. So how does God's faithfulness touch my life personally? Again, there are thousands of promises in the Bible. We've talked about just eight of them this morning. God is faithful to forgive my sins. God is faithful to assure my salvation. God is faithful to guide my steps. God is faithful to answer my prayers. God is faithful to provide my escape. God is faithful to avenge my injustices. God is faithful to comfort my afflictions. And God is faithful to reward my generosity. God is faithful. He's trustworthy. In these eight promises and so many, many more. Hebrews 10 verse 23 urges us, let's keep a firm grip on these promises that keep us going. He always keeps His word. Knowing God, He is faithful. So what? What is the take-home lesson from today's lesson? May I suggest one basic underlying question for you to ponder as we close? He is faithful. And so the question is, will I trust Him? Will I trust Him? I mean, let's be real here. Let's be open and honest. Let's be transparent. Will I trust Him? While you're pondering that response to that question, watch this video clip with me. Will I trust Him? I can't! No. Let's be real. It's, I won't. That's the more real and honest answer, isn't it? Would you pray with me? Oh God, thank you for your faithfulness. Great is your faithfulness, O oh Lord, to me. We sing that song, we, we look at your track record and Throughout the Bible, throughout history, you have been faithful again and again and again. You're always faithful. You never fail. You never leave us or forsake us. You always are there. Just what you say you will do, you do. And we can trust you. God, we want to believe that. We want to trust you. Oh, God, would you please help our unbelief. Help us today just to affirm anew our utter reliance on you and your faithfulness. And thank you, God, for being faithful to us even when we have been unfaithful to you. Help us, O oh Lord, we pray, to trust you more. For we pray it in the name of Jesus. Amen.